0: Hi, welcome to episode eight of the Imperial Hearts podcast. Uh, I'm Jamie,
1: and I'm Dana,
0: and we're not playing anything today. So, episode eight, we have uh, possibly a two-parter special episode. What are we doing?
1: We are watching. We are watching the Phantom Menace, episode one of Star Wars, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, and we were gonna we're gonna watch it and then do a podcast about what we thought. But then we had another idea, which we both had the same idea at the same time, mm-hmm. which was we're just going to record a commentary track for the Phantom Menace.
0: Yeah. So we're going to watch the movie and talk. The, we're pretty just going to talk over
1: the whole movie. So you could listen to this podcast without the movie, or you could like watch it with us mm-hmm. and turn it on. If you're not doing anything else right now, you could watch the movie and listen to us at the same time.
0: As exciting as that sounds, I'm sure.
1: yeah well Well, i think into
0: two parts probably episode eight and episode nine
1: yeah because it's two hours so Mm -hmm. we'll probably make this a two-parter um yeah i think we'll just try to make it more entertaining than the actual movie is
0: (laughs) yeah it's not gonna be hard
1: and it's been um okay we might as well tell you to start well we can start talking about the movie as we watch it sure okay so we're on the count of three you should press play on the movie if you want to be in sync with us. Yeah. One,
0: two, three. Okay. Okay. We've got the 20th Century Fox, uh, yeah. And then the, uh, Lucasfilm logo.
1: This is, like, the best part of the movie.
0: I know. Okay, one time I was watching TV. I used to get, like, cable in college and do a lot of homework, sort of, with the TV on in the background. Yeah, and me too. One time, um, I was, like, just on CBC or something, and the 20th Century Fox logo came on because they were going to play a movie. And I thought, oh my god, 20th Century Fox, I really hope this is Star Wars right now. And then it was. And that was the best.
1: I think I most say. of the time when I see it, most of the time it is. Yeah. Whenever you see that logo.
0: So, uh, okay, we've got the opening crawl. Let's read the opening crawl for our viewers. Okay, episode one, The Phantom Menace. Turmoil has engulfed the Galactic Republic. The taxation of trade routes to outlying star systems is in dispute. This is already so exciting. I know, that's how we can tell it's going to be a really exciting movie. Hoping to resolve the matter with a blockade of deadly battleships, the greedy Trade Federation has stopped all shipping to the small planet of Naboo. While the Congress of the Republic endlessly debates this alarming chain of events, the Supreme Chancellor has secretly dispatched two Jedi Knights the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy to settle the conflict so uh
1: now it's gonna pan to to not a star destroyer right? it's gonna pan to uh it's a ship though right i think it's a ship it's always a ship
0: yeah yeah we know it's gonna be an exciting movie because it's about trade route taxation i feel like this yeah. No, this the- has been
1: done. People have done podcasts like this, but I think we just wanted to do it because we wanted to watch this movie again.
0: Oh, there's a little ship.
1: It's a little ship.
0: Yeah. So, we've got uh, um. They're, like, running the blockade, trying to get the negotiators on board to talk to the Trade Federation.
1: <laughs> this part's boring, so let's talk about our experiences with... Yeah. Our childhood was very much informed by, or my childhood was pretty much informed by this movie, mm-hmm. and yours was too, but, um, you were a lot older than me.
0: Yeah, I was, uh, I was 14 when this movie came out.
1: So I would have been, like, 11. hmm Yeah. And I remember when it came out, I remember all the merchandise and stuff, and I don't think I quite understood, like, I think this movie was aimed at me as a kid, and... Well, I, both of us, I guess. Um, but, like, I totally fell for all the marketing. Right. Like, I was like, "Oh, cool monsters.
0: Did you like Jar Jar?
1: I think yeah. I did. I think I liked Jar Jar.
0: Because, yeah, you were 11. That was pretty I much think. Like-
1: I mean, I don't think I thought he was hilarious. Yeah. But I thought, I think I thought it was cool that he was a cool alien. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I liked Watto.
0: Oh, okay. I Interesting. Thought,
1: I thought Watto was really awesome. he's got he's looks like an elephant yeah and elephant hummingbird mosquito man (laughs) and um yeah i think when i was a kid i liked all the aliens (laughs) and i played um i I really liked the pod racing game
0: Oh, for the N 64
1: yeah i had it on the computer okay but yeah that's cool Um, i've
0: I've actually heard a lot of good things about that uh,
1: it's really good that game it's really cool you get to like customize your you get to customize your pod racer and, um, you can have, like, a different... You collect the... After you defeat the pilots, you collect them. Okay. So you, like, hire pilots and you have credits that you can purchase new parts for your pod with. Mm. And all the parts are, like, made up of the parts from the ones in the movie, so you can make your own custom pod. Cool. Yeah,
0: it was pretty cool. I had, um... Yeah, I was 14... I just found recently my uh ticket stub from opening night or opening day
1: oh, for uh, that's this adorable. Movie.
0: And uh I know that like I have very little memory of actually seeing it in theaters except that I liked it because I apparently saw it at least 4 times. Right. Because I found a quote. Wow. Yeah, I found a quote that somebody had um crazy had written about me Saying that they couldn't, they couldn't believe that I could stand to watch Liam Neeson die four times well <laughs> spoiler alert, Liam Neeson dies um, and uh, that's my only memory of knowing that I saw it at least four times is because somebody didn't believe that You'd I watched him die I four could watch times. him die four times, and uh, yeah, I think although my motivations for watching and enjoying the movie were a little different because I had like a hella crush on you and McGregor. Right. When I was 14. And that summer, I had, like, Obi-Wan merchandise all over my room. Oh, we got our first deaths in the movie. They just blew up the pilots of their ship. Oh, no. Hold your breaths, Jedis. And now they're trying to kill the Jedi.
1: The thing that I remember most about episode one was the Pepsi cans
0: yeah oh my god we oh my god
1: i had all of them so did
0: oh my god i totally forgot about that we had those until recently (laughs) my parents had them like up on a shelf at our house
1: adorable i
0: I totally forgot about that until right now
1: i think i got rid of mine uh like probably when i moved out of my parents house right because we had the whole set oh
0: my god i'm gonna have to ask them about that I remember that. I totally, I totally forgot to that about those was Pepsi the Pepsi Cans.
1: So, Pepsi <laughs> Cans, oh and I also collected the trading cards from the potato chips.
0: Okay, I didn't do the trading cards.
1: But those were not, like, everyone knew about the Pepsi Cans. Yeah, the Pepsi yeah. Cans were a big deal.
0: Y- yeah, they were. And they
1: were hard to find. Like, yeah. it was hard to get certain ones, so you had to, like, drive around town and try and find them.
0: Oh, my God. What a throwback. I, I know, I right? I, and now I can picture, my parents had this shelf above one of the doorways in in our house. Yeah. And they were all along that shelf. And they were yeah. probably up there for maybe 10
1: years. Wow.
0: Like, because they were just That's out crazy. of the way. You know, they weren't, like, taking up any room, So we just kind of forgot about them. But they were up there, like, for mm-hmm. a really long time. I remember collecting those.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Yep. My- and, like, every once in a while, like, my mom would come home. She's like, oh, I found this one you were looking for. Or, like,
0: Awesome. Yeah. My sister, um... It was funny, I was talking about this movie with her the she other day. She used to do a
1: nostalgia podcast Yeah, her to watch all the stuff from her childhood.
0: Because she was nine when this movie came out.
1: Who was? My sister. Oh, your little sister. So my sister was nine. Yeah.
0: And she had a big crush on Anakin because he was the same age. So she felt like a... That's so weird. She felt like a, a connection to that character because he was her age when this movie came out. So it was kind of like... Um, you know, an immediate association between them, which was kind of cool. Interesting. Because she's always had a fondness for that character because
1: of that. I don't remember, when I was 11, I don't remember ever having crushes on, like, fictional characters.
0: My first crush was Indiana Jones. I was probably younger than that.
1: That's fair. I was probably about nine. I think my my crushes were all, like, um, characters who were, like, like usually villains who would do bad stuff to you or kidnap, <laughs> kidnap you. Right. I think that awoke a lot of feelings in me. <laughs> But other than that, I don't think I had, like, crushes on.
0: And there was something that I, um, that I was not aware of when I saw this movie as a child, and that was, um, it got, it got slammed pretty, uh, uh... Everyone hates it. Everyone hates it, but... I
1: didn't know that as a kid, though.
0: No, it got criticized rather, I'm I'm sorry, correctly, I guess, Fairly for um, this sort of weird racial stereotyping.
1: Oh with yeah, the <laughs> with these guys at the beginning yeah, here. Yeah,
0: and I was. It mean, is
1: so brutal.
0: Yeah, that was something that went over my head when I was a kid. Like, yeah, I didn't, sure, I did you're not, not gonna know about that.
1: Like, oh, the alien has a weird accent. Yeah,
0: he just has the alien accent. Yeah, um, and then I sort of fended with that as I got older, and then I was like, oh it's god, why would awful. they? Why would they do this? Yeah, why would they do this? I don't know. So th- they made some questionable choices in this movie, for sure. Um, oh, we're getting a shot of Thede of on Naboo, and it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. It still looks nice.
1: I think when I, I didn't connect, I didn't know until recently that the emperor was from Naboo. Like, he's the, the Naboo chancellor. Yeah. He's, like, the representative of Naboo.
0: Yeah, he's the senator from Nebu.
1: Which is kind, right of, kind of cool.
0: Did you know? This was crazy. I didn't actually know this until what? recently either. That people, when this movie came out, there were people who didn't believe that Palpatine was the emperor and that there was like. What? Like people didn't get that from this movie. And then there was like a bunch of speculation about like, is it really him or like, is there something else going on? And Okay. And whereas I felt like. I remember knowing that already. Like I knew that that character was the amp- becomes the emperor. I don't remember how specifically, other than they have that really ominous last shot of him, which is like they you know, build the they, like, last shot of the movie is of him, and he he's really creepy and ominous looking.
1: They build up to it throughout the movie. Yeah, like they, there's a lot of times when yeah, I don't know,
0: and he's played by the same
1: actor. Which is so cool.
0: I know. Yeah. It is cool. Droids. I remember feeling when I saw this movie as a kid that it was, um, I remember feeling that it was weird that all the blasters and the starships and stuff were so sleek and shiny and new because 30 years later everything looked
1: clunky and, like, old. Right, I didn't have that because this was the first one I saw. It felt it felt weird. Um, that's that's the other thing. Like this was my first Star Wars. Right. I didn't see the other ones until I mean I watched them a couple weeks later and I was kind of confused about how they connect. Mm. Hmm.
0: Um. Oh, we're being introduced to uh, Jar Jar Binks, everybody's favorite.
1: Um, I don't think he's that bad. I watched this again. Like, I watched episode one a couple weeks ago, because I was watching all, okay. all of them while I, like in the background while I was doing something else. Right. And he's not that bad. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, I get why people hate him, but in retrospect, he's just, you know.
0: Well, he also gets, um, there's some sort of uncomfortable Racial illusions that have. Yes,
1: yeah, I've heard that are also
0: unfortunate and should not have been done. Again, I don't know. I don't know why these kind of choices were made,
1: but. Well, it was like a different time, I guess. Yeah. A lot of shitty stuff happened, like a lot of shitty, weird stuff was made.
0: Yeah, I don't remember having an opinion on him when I saw this in theaters. Like, I didn't like him no but i didn't think he ruined the movie i guess i just kind of ignored him like we we got into a lot of star wars stuff sort of later that summer after this movie came out and i remember just sort of compartmentalizing him in my mind like he was never involved in any of this stuff because he was i didn't find him charming um or likable but
1: uh I think when I was a kid, I didn't care that much about characters or I think I cared more about like aliens and ships. I was like, oh, this is a cool looking alien or like, oh, right. cool robot. I wonder where those robots are made and I wonder what model number they are. Like <laughs> I was that kind of kid where right. I like wanted to know all the information about the world and I didn't really care about the story. Right. So I don't think I really had an opinion on like... If Jar Jar Binks was an interesting character, um. which I mean, yeah,
0: and and also when it came out, like the effects were pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and, like, I think the, the that's, effects were good. That's yeah, that's true too.
0: Um, so it was pretty impressive that yeah, like mm-hmm. some of these things, some of these um scenes are pretty over the top. Like this scene, they just started swimming down to the Gungan city and Jar Jar did this like extra backflip and stuff. And probably at the time that was to show off the animation, you know, at the time that was impressive. There were a lot of technical, um, sort of advancements made for this movie that were really impressive back in the day. And it, it, you know, I'm looking at this right now. Some of it still looks good. I like this. They're in the Gungan city now and it's pretty. I like the effects they did for the city.
1: Yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, I saw a theory recently where people theorize that Jar Jar Binks is actually um, Palpatine's accomplice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) You heard about that? Yeah, Darth Jar Jar.
1: It's actually not, I mean, I don't believe it, but it's It's interesting because there's a lot of, he's like the subject of a lot of really convenient things mm-hmm. that um propel the plot forward
0: yeah I did I did read that and it's it's pretty funny how um detailed it is actually yeah there's a
1: lot yeah. where he is like um there's some interesting stuff where he's like standing behind people like lip syncing to what they're saying <laughs> like kind of like you know like getting them to right
0: like mind tricking them yeah
1: yeah I'll send you the <laughs> video it's like it's pretty interesting yeah yeah I mean, yeah, it's pro- it's not true, obviously, yeah. but, like, the, the core of it was, like, someone was saying, like, you know, these movies echo the later movies, mm-hmm. and each character has kind of a counterpart. Right. And people were saying that they think Jar Jar doesn't have a counterpart, and they were thinking, like, Jar Jar's counterpart is Yoda. It's kind of like, he's a silly character that's later revealed to be someone. Hmm. So, like, <laughs> a lot of people's theory was that in episode two, Jar Jar was going to be revealed to actually be, like... Uh, force user right and like you didn't take me seriously back then but i was but right. but then they didn't do that and they replaced him with dooku because people hated jar jar
0: yeah huh
1: it's so an interesting it's so theory like yeah. i can almost picture it though because that's kind of what they do with yoda yeah where he's like oh True. you didn't take me seriously i'm not going to train you but like imagining jar jar being the opposite of that that's funny I don't know. It's an interesting theory. It's really hard to imagine, but... Yeah. Especially if he, like, drops the, like, whole goofy thing. I don't know. Yeah. this It is of, funny. It's kind of interesting.
0: Um. Well, I, I was too young when these movies came out to do any sort of actual speculation about what they were <laughs> yeah, trying to of do course. with the plot. Um, I don't
1: think I was even aware of half the stuff that was going on.
0: But I remember uh, recently, like, because there's so much speculation going on about Force Awakens, and yeah, yeah. I'm sort of I'm I'm participating in that this round in a way that I didn't at at this stage, and I also purposely avoided pre Force Awakens speculation because I didn't want to have any expectations going into the movie, mm-hmm. so I I didn't look look for anything, but I'm spoiled now because I've been listening to speculation about episode 8. But some of the theories that came out of this movie waiting for episode 2 were, like, so funny and so insane. I haven't seen any of those. Pablo Hidalgo was posting a couple of them a couple weeks ago. Like, there's some... I'll point it out when we get to it in the movie. There's this scene in Anakin's house where you can see the ceiling in his, like, living room, and it's got, like, a pattern on it that vaguely resembles the tattoos on Darth Maul's face.
1: Okay. And so
0: people were, like, actually, seriously speculating that, like, Shmi Skywalker and Darth Maul were connected in some way and that Darth Maul was, like, Anakin's dad or that, like, Darth Maul was... Anyway. Right. Or that Shmi Skywalker was the Phantom Men, like, who was... It was yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the that's the yeah. other thing about this movie is like um the phantom Dentist is is the sith. Yeah. Right? That's kind of the I I don't think I understood. I think I thought it was Darth Maul when I was a kid.
0: I think I did too.
1: Yeah. I think it was Darth Maul. Um
0: but then at the end, you know, when Yoda says always two there are. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, "Whoa." Um but also,
1: like, I just want to point out, I was watching this later, um, like, recently. Yeah. Darth Maul has a really sexy voice. Just saying.
0: I, and, like, I, di- I didn't read. He has, that.
1: like, three lines. Right. But his, his voice is, like, super sexy.
0: Well, because he's another one of those characters they overdub. His, yeah. His yeah, voice actor is He's a dubbed
1: up. by someone else.
0: Um... Well, I'm gonna have to put the headphones in when we get to his lines then, because I want to hear that. Yeah, he has kind of a sexy. He has a sexy voice in. in it's really similar. The show. Yeah, it's similar like, to
1: um, his voice in Clone Wars.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I didn't. Um, I really liked what they did with Maul after this, because he's just kind of a. Like,
1: yeah, I he's, don't. He's not know much of a character in this How much movie. we want to say about that? Because there's a lot of spoilers. <sighs> True. When it comes to certain. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil it because like they do some cool stuff with him in yeah. other other media that I th- I think is really cool.
0: Also, every time you see Sidious, you can tell that he's Palpatine. Like he looks the same. He's his face is just vaguely covered, but he's a. Uh...
1: I think you're supposed to be able to tell. Yeah,
0: I think so too. As the
1: audience, you're supposed to be able to tell because he's always talking about the Senate. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, maybe not right away, but like throughout the course of this movie, you're like, oh whoa.
1: But he's got, like, a voice modulator, so his voice is really fucked up. Um,
0: yeah. They're, uh, they're in the ship being eaten by... The the
1: bongo. Yeah. They're in the bongo.
0: Jar Jar is very upset. And, uh, Obi-Wan is hot wiring the ship. And they're gonna be eaten by a Giant Fish I remember really liking this part as a kid cuz Yeah, you know, I, liked I, I did too. Fish
1: and I liked all the monsters the ocean and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I my sister bought me um an Obi-Wan like some sort of hanging birthday banner. I had it on my uh had on my bedroom wall for like a year and I had a 16 month Obi-Wan calendar <laughs> that had a different uh it had a different picture of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan for 16 months from this movie and
1: yeah was Obi-Wan marketed to be like kind of a dreamy?
0: Yeah, yeah he was. Really. Um oh, I've seen this shot a lot. Look at how they didn't even bother to try and
1: make it look like yeah, a landscape.
0: No. Um, it's just yeah. like a
1: big golf green.
0: Yeah. No, they did market Obi-Wan to be kind of dreamy. And, really? Uh, yeah. And it worked. That I was part of the demographic. They marketed that,
1: too. Right. I guess you were more the right age for that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, and you know Captain Panaka?
1: Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, like the th- the third... Black guy in these movies. He aside, I mean, not in the new movies, but like yeah. him, Mace Windu and
0: Landon. Lando, Lando or
1: the trifecta.
0: Yeah, he um, he ends up becoming an Imperial moth later in the story in Legends. apparently. Oh, that's really cool. I know. I really want to read about what happens to him because that must be like an interesting story. Like I want to hear. I want to hear about. That yeah, story. it sounds really cool. And I have a fondness for Captain Panaka because we play that you had to play him in the lego phantom menace game uh for a bunch and uh yeah it felt like you're like no i want to play amidala or obi-wan or qui-gon but instead you have to pay play captain panaka with his blaster and
1: uh yeah i think he's like one of the starter characters
0: mm-hmm. have you heard the speculation that they go to naboo in episode eight
1: no why do you, why do you think that?
0: Well, apparently they've been filming in where? Oh crap! I
1: Hungary? know Hungary. Been... Oh, interesting. Somewhere.
0: I guess they f- they they were filming part of episode eight in the same city that they filmed Naboo in. Right. Um, and uh, like whatever city this is right now, and that they're using for feed. Apparently, they were filming episode eight there too. I think. Um, interesting and they had set up everything to look kind of Star Wars-y you know they added like panels and stuff that'd be really cool Um, if they did that it would be cool and they a couple of the characters go back to Naboo
1: in the comics yeah the Princess Leia comic that we just read yeah yeah um but
0: uh it would be cool if they went back there because that's where you know that's where Palpatine's from and where Padme is from and there would be, like, a lot of reasons to go back to Naboo, so I think that yeah, would be cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, oh, and this is the first time we go to
1: Coruscant.
0: In these movies.
1: Not the first time it's introduced, though.
0: No. like we
1: Coruscant t- is introduced in the extended canon.
0: hmm Like we talked about in episode 3 or whatever that Oh, was. yeah, we already talked about that. Um, and then they, when they decanonized the EU was like...
1: So I have a question about this. Yeah. So who's... Is Padme... Okay, Padme is the queen. But is... Who's playing the queen right now? That's one of her handmaidens. But is it a different actress? Yeah,
0: it's Kira Knightley.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, Kira Knightley playing her But Because they look the same. Yeah,
1: so... And I guess Padme... I guess, like, Natalie Portman kind of looks like Kira Knightley.
0: Yeah, so they have, um... They have her decoyed in case of assassination.
1: Have you seen all the like fan art of like Kylo Amidala? She's oh yeah, wearing yeah. like the makeup and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's like a whole it's a whole thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm into it.
0: Yeah, usually he's um usually it's like a whole thing, and he's like a senator from Naboo, and it's like an alternate universe. Um, that's awesome. And he takes after his grandmother instead of his grandfather. Or both. He does both. But he takes his fashion sense from Padme instead of Vader. Love it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, shenanigans ensue, as you might imagine. Mm-hmm. So now they're stealing a starship. See a super slick, fancy starship, and when I saw this movie, but this is a
1: royal starship.
0: I know, but all the ones from Naboo are really fancy, and I thought, how come all of the ships in uh, the original trilogy are all crap? What happened to these ones?
1: I think they're still around. Yeah, we're I think on. it's just like in the in the original trilogy, it's kind of like the decline of the of the empire, and
0: yeah,
1: everyone's poor and everything looks shitty. Yeah. But also when you think about the locales that we see in the original ones, we only see like backwater shitty it's places. True. We don't ever see like rich people. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't we ever go to Coruscant. No. So
0: I would really like to see Imperial Coruscant. I think that would be That'd be
1: really interesting. Yeah, I think
0: that would be really interesting. And we've alluded to that in a couple of episodes where um uh like in in last week's episode we talk about how life on Coruscant probably didn't change that much for for the the people on the rich people on the upper levels, and I think it would be really interesting to see that on screen. What what is it actually like there, compared to um, what you know? Obviously, we see uh, in other media we go to Lothal. Uh, they they change. You know, there's a lot of oppression on Lothal. in, in yeah, there's, Lost, like,
1: Empire banners everywhere. Yeah,
0: and in Lost Stars, you go to Jellican and everything gets, um... Occupied. Yeah, everything gets crap. And all the worlds that have uh, resources and mining and stuff just get, um... Sort of stripped of all their resources. But on Coruscant, like, it's not like they're going to dismantle the fancy apartment buildings in Coruscant. They want people to be comfortable.
1: Yeah, so, that would be interesting to see. Yeah, it would be cool. So Coruscant is still around in the new Force Awakens time period, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting what... If they... Okay, interesting. So... Like, in the new canon movies, like, one of the things they've been doing a lot of is, like, um, introducing new things rather than reusing old things. Yeah. I mean, other characters, which they reuse a bunch of old characters, but, like... It'd be cool if all the planets they introduce are new, because every time they sh- they have a shot of an alien, it's a random new. There's never two of the same alien, almost. You know, like yeah, kind of like in the original movies where each alien is just a random puppet. Um, so it'd be interesting if they follow that in episode eight, and they just go to new planets. I don't know. Yeah, that would be more following the trend. That's true. I mean, yeah. m- maybe they'll they'll like spice it up with having. Um, like Naboo or something.
0: Yeah, there's no um, it's like there's no reason to go to Coruscant specifically. None of the characters in The Force Awakens are from Coruscant so I mean they could go there for multiple reasons but... Yeah, I think it's
1: unlikely they would go to Coruscant.
0: But I still want to see it. I want to see what's happened to Coruscant in the last
1: 30 years. I'm really curious to see how, how closely they follow the template of Empire. You think they will? I don't know, like I think if that makes sense, that's kind of like what that's what people are expecting.
0: I think it's gonna be really different. I keep hearing that the script is weird. Like I keep hearing it's really out there. And that, that What do you mean by weird? Somebody actually used that word. Like somebody said Ryan Johnson's script is weird. Um and that the whole point that the point of mirroring four Four, 7 was to sort of get you okay here's your palette we're in Star mm, Wars right, and then now we can go do our own thing like where they bring they ease you back in and then they that's true
1: I, I could see um, that too
0: that makes sense because yeah. I keep sort of hearing that and then I know uh, last week we talked about how John Boyega said that the scope of um, it's really
1: large in scope yeah it yeah, was really big in,
0: in episode 8 so I don't know and, and it's the first time they're picking up right after the last movie left off So I think they're breaking Mm. a lot of conventions for for eight. Interesting. So my prediction is that it's not gonna follow Empire at all. And that it's gonna be like totally out there. But I I literally have no clue what that might be.
1: I think they'll have some conventions from Empire. I think they're gonna have the reveal of you're gonna have like a Luke I'm your father thing.
0: Right. With Ray, you think?
1: Either with Ray or, you know, like we're gonna find out that there's some. There's going to be some equivalent to that. I think some some twist in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be exactly like I'm your father or something, but I have a feeling it's going to be some familial twist in the middle. Um, but other than that, I, I don't think it's going to be exactly like Empire. Like I don't think there's going to be a snow planet, you know. Yeah. At the beginning, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it was something similar to that, though. You know, like. Um but you said it it doesn't time jump
0: yeah that's what they they've said that it doesn't time jump it takes like that the first scene of eight is the last scene of seven,
1: but then maybe they, they do a time jump after that,
0: yeah, they might like have. I
1: could picture that too mm-hmm. like they'll they'll follow up with Ray' stuff mm-hmm. and then they just time jump to like her training almost done, yeah i don't know um. I guess we should talk about this movie too. They're in right. tattooing.
0: Yeah, they went. They just got to tattooing.
1: Uh. And Qui Gon didn't want to bring the Queen's handmaiden because he's like, Queen doesn't know shit. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Maybe the Queen should mind her own fucking business. <laughs> I'm a Jedi. I'm also a drunk. <laughs>
0: Black is, like, the worst space dad. He's, he
1: is not.
0: He's so irresponsible.
1: He's really irresponsible, and he's, like, not... I mean, in canon, he's, like, more of a... He's, like, a gray Jedi. He's, yeah. like, the Council doesn't really like him.
0: Yeah, but it's, like, because he's our first introduction to, like, a Jedi Master. You just like, assume that... Yeah, you don't know that. that. Like yeah, they like, all like this. Yeah. Um. Mm. And uh, I mean, we see Qui Gon um, using Jedi mind tricks in this movie
1: to be an asshole, <laughs> to cheat and steal. It's true. He's it's true. he's the worst.
0: <laughs> but we assume that's where Obi Wan learns them from Qui Gon. From Qui Gon, because Obi Wan, like Anakin, but, doesn't uh, use mind tricks.
1: No, he doesn't. But
0: um, Obi Wan does in in like the original trilogy. That's how we
1: yeah, but them from him. in a more but, responsible way.
0: Yeah. Well, Obi-Wan's a responsible character.
1: Yeah, he is. He's, like, to a fault. Yeah. Are you an angel?
0: (laughs) This this poor kid's life was, like, ruined by this movie. I feel awful. Like, apparently, it, it really was. I think
1: he's, like, if he... I mean, I think he's kind of oddly charming,
0: I was, when I saw this movie. I thought he was cute too. I thought it yeah, was, I thought it was charming
1: in a way. In like the way of like when you make a kid say adult things, it's funny, right? Because <laughs> that's that's what it sounds like. It's like yeah. hey, kid kids say this, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: he's like, yeah, How are you an angel? I think it was. I think it's it's not him so much as nobody wanted to see Darth Vader as a precocious nine year old. Like nobody no. wanted that. Not so really? they, um, he was kind of, like, I don't know what they expected that character to be like, but you didn't need to have that character You didn't need to see this. So he's just, the whole thing is kind of extraneous.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Qui-Gon, when, when we we watched this movie together in college at some point.
1: Probably, yeah. And we had
0: a whole theory that Qui-Gon was Anakin's dad.
1: Yeah, him and Shmi, like, exchanged that little... Yeah, yeah. And, and that, um, but this
0: was, like, you know, ten years ago. And when he comes back to test her, he's kind of like, what's the story again? And then she's like, there is no father. And he's like, yeah, that's right.
1: Qui-Gon <laughs> is, like, the worst. <laughs> I, like, really don't like him.
0: I... I have really mixed feelings about Qui-Gon, because when I saw this movie, uh, and he was like the eight, well, he's older than my dad would have been at the time, but yeah. he's kind of like the your dad character, right? And he's, he's kind of yeah. the adult, all the other characters are younger. I mean, Obi-Wan's like 30, but
1: you I don't, don't think he's what? supposed to be. I don't think so. Um, really.
0: so, uh... Qui-Gon's like your dad, so you just assume that whatever he's doing is
1: is fine. Is fine. I think as a kid, I thought that and too. Him. As a kid, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, I'm like
0: Qui-Gon's got it under control. He knows what
1: he's doing. He's a Jedi,
0: exactly, uh, and he's the first Jedi Master that you're introduced to in who isn't Yoda uh, and Luke, like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and then later, when you're like, oh yeah, you know, just some casual stealing and gambling with slaves and leaving moms behind and
1: yeah he's like, terrible
0: and then you're like oh. i
1: didn't know also i didn't know that's the language. like we're watching this with closed captioning yeah they're speaking huttese like whenever you hear oh, yeah. i didn't know because like there's that tatooine language that everyone on tatooine speaks and it's mm-hmm. just an alien language it's cool that it's huttese
0: yeah
1: i didn't yeah that's kind of cool
0: god tatooine's such a shithole yeah run by criminals
1: it's run by the huts. You yeah. can't bring her highness
0: there.
1: Yeah. Huts are gangsters. Uh-huh. I love that the huts are gangsters. Yeah, me too. Um have you do you know I don't know if this is canon or whatever, but I remember being on a page once and I was looking at a map of Star Wars universe and mm-hmm. there's a part of it that just is called Hut Space. Oh, I
0: think that is canon. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're just like there's a part of space that is ruled by the huts. Yeah. Which is crazy.
0: One of the uh, big planets there is called Narshada
1: that's a awesome, good name it's, um, I've heard of that it's
0: like Coruscant like it's mostly cities and the Old Republic is set a lot on Narsida and it's kind of uh, nice um, very cyberpunk and very shady and you know lots of gambling and cantinas and illegal activity
1: the kid who plays Anakin is actually really good at pretending to talk to nothing that's true where like the like the Jedi's aren't very good at it. When they talk to Jar Jar, it, look, it feels like they're talking to thin air. Mm-hmm. But when Anakin talks to Sebulba here, it actually he's it. I I think it looks realistic. Yeah, like he looks like he's serious. I don't know. Um. So how do the huts? What's the deal with the huts? How do they own everything? They're they're like immobile space slugs.
0: I don't know actually.
1: Are they, like, really rich, or...?
0: Well, I think they are, but I don't know how. Like, I don't know why.
1: Yeah, why are they rich? I don't know what the story of the Huts is.
0: We're gonna have to look that
1: up. I think that's another project. Yeah. I really like Captain Panica's hat. Yeah. I want one, but all in black leather. (laughs) With spikes.
0: That would be very, like... Then it would just be very village people.
1: (laughs) Yes, it would. That's the idea.
0: Uh, I'm glad that they left um, Obi-Wan behind, because Obi-Wan would not approve any of these shenanigans.
1: No. No. Uh, they kind of had to leave Obi-Wan behind. Yeah. I have a Lego figure of Padme in this outfit. Really? It's really cute.
0: Did you have, like, the Tatooine?
1: I have and- the pottery set. Oh, cool. I still have it. It's in my closet somewhere.
0: Cool. Okay, we're coming into Anakin's house, so we'll probably see the, um... The Darth Maul ceiling. Darth Maul ceiling? Yeah.
1: Is Darth Maul's species, like... Look like that, or are those tattoos?
0: (sighs) That's a complicated question. Apparently, in Legends, because there's, um... You know, in the, uh... They had a legend novel called Darth Plagueis
1: mm-hmm.
0: about um... a
1: lot of people have pointed out that that's Maz. I know that li- I've heard that too. I think that that's silly, and they're just like extrapolating. But yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Maybe yeah. it's like her species or something.
0: Um, yeah, in Darth Plagueis, they uh, they had the uh, Sidious like getting Maul when he was like a baby.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, and apparently they do tattoo him on his face. But then later, Zabrax have, like, black markings on their face. Oh. Like, in other things.
1: So they all get the tattoos?
0: Unclear. And then recently, Pablo Hidalgo said that in, I guess, in canon, not... We talk not, about I'm, Pablo
1: Hidalgo a lot.
0: I know. I follow him on Twitter, and he just posts about Star Wars canon, like, all the time.
1: I guess that's his job.
0: Yeah. And he said that um, they had uh like natural markings and the tattoos like sharpen the edges of them. Mm, okay. Um because in in the Old Republic you can play as a Zabrak and they all have That's you, a you really can change all the markings and stuff?
1: That's a really cool name, but, Zabrak.
0: Yeah, they all have markings. So, I don't know. Cool. And I've I've had heard conflicting reports about that.
1: Cuz I've also seen a character, I don't know who this is, but I've also seen like a character Who's a Twi'lek, and she's a red Twi'lek, and she yeah, has yeah,
0: she has the tattoos too. Yeah,
1: so maybe she's a half Dabrak. I don't know. Or maybe
0: they're just Tattoos, tattoos yeah.
1: to look like one because she's know. a Sith. I think. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Canon unclear. Especially now that the Darth Plagueis novel is Legends. Right. So they can like not have that be true.
1: So confusing.
0: I know. Maybe the it'll maybe it comes up in Clone Wars.
1: Right, because there's a lot of mall stuff in yeah. Clone Wars, apparently. Yeah.
0: We're going to start watching Clone
1: Wars. Cool tattoos, buddy.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, you should listen to it. You can hear him talk.
0: Oh, uh, his deadline uh, is over.
1: Yeah. You can you can look it up later. Yeah, we'll watch it after. He's got a... It's a very... It's like... It's pretty smooth. It's a silky smooth voice.
0: Does he have an accent? I can't remember.
1: No. It's just...
0: It's like an American accent?
1: Yeah, he's just... He's just kind of got this smoky voice. Right. It's very... Yeah. It's funny. It's good. Shmi Skywalker. Yeah. Have you heard of this webcomic called... um, I forget the name of it now. There's this webcomic where they take all the... They take all these screen grabs from um, this movie and all the other Star Wars movies. Right. um, And they they caption it, and they re it as if it's a role-playing game.
0: <laughs> and
1: like, like, like D&D? Yeah, it's like D&D, and, like, it explains all of the weird inconsistencies in the movie. Oh
0: my god, that's amazing. It's
1: really good. Um, I'll have to link it. I forget what it's called, but
0: I it's wanna read that. pretty
1: solid. Like, you start out, like, the th- the thing starts out, and they're like, so, like, what am I? Are you my wizard? Am I a fighter? And it's like, uh, actually, you're you're like, uh, you're a monk, which is a non combat class. And they're like, but what do we, like, why do we have swords? And right. They're like, well, you know? Anyway, it's really funny. Like, they explain it all through this the lens of an RPG. This is, like,
0: a really uncomfortable scene, though. Why? Well, he's talking about, like, so oh, you're, you're a Jedi. Yeah, you're a Jedi. Jedis are so good. Um, have you come here to? Well, I had a dream. I was a Jedi. I came back and I freed all the slaves. Are you here to free free the slaves? And Qui-Gon's like, nope. And then Padme's like, kind of like looks really uncomfortable. And Shmi Skywalker is like, yep, thought so. Like, Republic doesn't exist out here. And Qui-Gon's like, whatever, it's not my problem.
1: It's cause he's drunk through the whole movie. <laughs> um,
0: and then they're gonna. Shmi talks about how awful the pod races are, and Anakin's like, or yeah, he's like, I'm really good at it. And Qui-Gon's like, hey,
1: I can use this. <laughs> yeah,
0: that sounds like an excellent idea. We'll get this nine-year-old to pod race for us.
1: Well, he's like, he says later that, you know, like, he's sort of going on his force instincts. Yeah, I know. It's like, there's something about this boy. Yeah. But
0: his mom is like, please don't do it. You'll die.
1: You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Um... I think the pod race is the best part of this movie.
0: Okay, so my question is, maybe maybe they explain this. In, uh later in the movie, why they can't do this, we'll read the dialogue. So, the Republic doesn't exist out here. It's lawless. It's Tatooine. They get their hyperdrive, they're gonna escape Anakin. Oh, they do explain, right? If you don't, right? The, they
1: got a bomb in their head. They got a bomb in their
0: head, right? I was gonna say, why don't we just steal Anakin's mom and leave with her? They blow you up. Do you think that's true? Or do you think that's something they just tell it's you? It's probably
1: something they just tell them.
0: Yeah. Because it just, mm-hmm. like, it just makes me sad. This whole thing could have been avoided if they hadn't left her behind, maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I mean if you're a Jedi, you still can't have a mom. You
0: mm-hmm. probably
1: can't visit your parents. Yeah. They probably make you not see them?
0: Yeah. Live attachments and stuff. Yeah.
1: Do you think if you if you were mm-hmm. if you had a
0: force sensitive kid, do you think you would give them up to the Jedi?
1: Do I have a choice?
0: Yeah, I think they, they ask. they give you a choice. I don't think they kidnap them. I think they
1: Okay, so here's the thing, like it depends on the time period. Right. Because I, like, I think, I think that you, the Jedi are not fame like, I don't think that the Jedi are a very large and famous order, mm-hmm. even in this time, because there's only, there's still only a very few of them. Yeah. And most people in the Outer Rim, like, they still, they're like, what are you, wizard? Yeah,
0: you think you're a friggin' Jedi?
1: Yeah, you think you're a Jedi, what even is that? Um, so I think, probably No. You know, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, a parent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would probably not. It just feels like... kills are wrong.
0: Yeah, especially, I mean, I understand sort of the danger. But all the, the characters that we see who are Force-sensitive but untrained, like Leia and even Luke until he's, um, you know, an adult, and Maz... You know, it's like... It's not like their lives are inherently...
1: Kind of turns it all right.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. you can be Force-sensitive and not necessarily awoken to the Force, um, but Why do still... you keep
1: seeing that? Why do you keep... Like, you said that before, like, awoken to the that's Force. That's what
0: people... Is uh, that a thing? Yeah, that's what people are sort of, like, before you're aware of it, have, like, acting in your life, you can... You're just, like, using it, like, Leia's instincts, and...
1: So, like, is that... Is that what people think the Force Awakens means? Is that... Ray, the ray is like awoken to the force? Yeah. Interesting.
0: And then, then when you're conscious of it, then you can like use it. Use it. Yeah. But it's like oh. before you're aware of it, it can still be acting in your life, but you're not you just think you're lucky or you just think you're
1: So when when Snoke says there's been an awakening, do you think he's talking about Ray?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he's talking about Ray.
1: I don't think he's talking about Ray. What do you
0: think he's talking about? I think
1: about? he's talking about the state of the universe. And, you know, there's events in motion. Right. I don't think he's talking about Ray specifically.
0: That's what people thought, and then that's what people thought Kylo meant when he said, like, whoa, it is you, and during their fight, it's like, oh, it is you that were...
1: I thought that he, he's, he just recognizes the kid from... Yeah. I think, I want to believe that, too. I want that, too, but... Interesting. Because, yeah, I noticed you said that a few times. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean by... Yeah, that's interesting. Anakin, the virgin birth. That's the scene. Or the plague is birth. Yeah. Plague is manipulating midichlorians to create Yeah. life. There's some theories out there that that might be what um, Rey is.
0: Yeah, I've heard that too.
1: Like, Leia's Darth Vader's sister, kind of.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, like, um, but like, on the other other side of that, like the force or or like the force chose to create Right. A dark side to balance out the force and then mm. the force is creating a light side hmm. to create That a, would be
0: crazy. Right? I wonder if it's just gonna be you know, because that's the biggest speculation that everybody's got now is who's Ray's parents.
1: The force.
0: So whenever we find out what the actual answer is, it's gonna be, you know. Not what we
1: expect, probably. I hope it's out there. I hope it's, like, yeah. really weird
0: it could out there. definitely
1: be. I mean, I think there's a lot of evidence to support that she's Luke's daughter. Yeah, Because, too. like, people have said, like, you know, the the story of Star Wars is the story of the Skywalkers. Yeah. And if the main character's not a Skywalker, then it's... I it, mean, it, Ky- least...
0: Kylo's a Skywalker, so... But
1: he's not the main character.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it would, um... I think so too. Like I mean, even the, if he's Leia's son, or yeah. or she's Leia's daughter, that would work too. Mm. Yeah, I think
0: I I think she's got some sort of connection to Luke. Yeah, I think so. I always hated Anakin's nickname Annie. Oh, it's the worst. I just. Yeah, Darth Vader didn't need to be a kid named Annie. It was just like that—that that was not a thing that the Star Wars universe needed, and we got it anyway. But yeah, some people's re-watching
1: takes out uh, Episode One from the. I mean, order. yeah, I know that's interesting. I really like the um, what do they call it—the order where you watch four, five, two, three, six.
0: Yeah, machete. 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 I and like, that's the one that takes out episode one.
1: I think that's a good one, um, especially because it like highlights Luke's um, temptation to go to the dark side,
0: because you yeah. just, you
1: just saw his dad do it. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I
0: saw this. I saw this. I'm I'm a really big sucker for um, people doing edits of. Darth Vader with, like, a different voice.
1: Like, yeah, I know. That,
0: that's a... Like, I have the worst sense of humor, and that's, that's something...
1: That's, like, a whole genre I know, of that's YouTube something video. I
0: find really funny. And somebody did a video edit where Dar- a bunch of Darth Vader scenes have Anakin's voice from this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's really... Yeah, that's really That was fun. really funny. And, and he's like... I laughed so hard that oatmeal got concerned about me. <laughs>
1: Oh, Who your dog?
0: Who oh, wheels my dog. And uh, there's some really funny stuff where, like, it's just the reaction shots of Tarkin and the other, like, Imperial officers looking at him when he's talking in this voice and, like, saying really uh, out there things about, like, pod racing and stuff. And there's just, like, these shots of them looking
1: at him, like, I don't even know what to do. It's really, really funny. Yeah. we got to link it. Yeah. I and mean, he's, because he's, it's the, the, um...
0: Oh, I didn't notice that that ship has right? a TIE Fighter silhouette. Right? Yeah. Oh, isn't that's that cool? really cool.
1: It's like, yeah. I love yeah.
0: it. Yeah.
1: And also, Maul has some primitive probe droids. as his pals. Oh. Isn't that cool, too? Yeah. His, he's got, like, mini probe droids. Yeah, I fucking love Darth Maul. Now, I I do anyway, I do yeah. now. I used to not care, but... I think he's cool. I think he's hot. Oh,
0: yeah. There are pro- probe droids. Yeah, they are, like,
1: mini probe droids. Cool. They're really cute. They are cute. But they're just, like, almost like prototypes of the... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I was aware of probe droids as a, as a thing, really, before no, Imperial either. Assault, so...
0: No, I didn't really pay attention to them either.
1: It's interesting. Like this movie is such a toy. A, what they call a toyetic movie. Hmm. That's a that's a Hasbro term. <laughs> if something is toyetic, it's easy to make into toys. Ah. Because like they designed all of these different pod racers, and all they all have names, and they all have different ships, which are all designed. Right. Um. We're in another movie. You might not have done that, but. Yeah. And they also have the video games where you can. You True. Can... But I guess, like, Star Wars has always been like that. Like, you have the.
0: Uh, yeah, every minor character
1: has a name like and a, a backstory. A, and... a backstory, and. Yeah. Which is really cool. I like that. We're probably going to have to find a place here to. Just give a cliffhanger, because we're almost at the hour mark.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So maybe, like... We're
0: right before the pod race. Yeah, right
1: before the pod race starts, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> Sebulba.
0: Yeah.
1: I like Sebulba, too. Sebulba's a cool cool dude. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Except for all the, you know...
1: How shitty he is. Yeah. <laughs> really like, I still really like Watto. But again, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Watto's also shitty though. Yeah, but I I still like him because he's gross and shitty and has like a non-specific accent that is like five accents in one. Yeah. Yeah, whereas
0: you mean like at at least he's not racist?
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like Obviously foreign, but not racist. Yeah, one of the only aliens in this movie that's not racist. Yeah,
0: uh, that's uh, that's kind of depressing because he's um, a literal slave owner.
1: That's true. I think Star Wars could have done without slavery. This is like the introduction of slavery in Star Wars, basically, right?
0: Well, yeah, Java, Java. yeah, Java, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they're they're just like extrapolating Tatooine as like, well people have slaves here because it's uh sure
1: I mean it's it's a terrible up. place so
0: yeah god um Liam Mason is tall <laughs> he's like six foot four he's a tall boy life, yeah. I think. oh there's the probe droid I don't even like remember they... this I do they're adorable
1: I bet that guy's got a name yeah I bet he does okay maybe we should probably this might be a good place to end it right at the beginning of the pod race
0: okay
1: um so we have oh we're about halfway we could maybe go a little bit long yeah no it probably makes sense as we have some more content at the beginning okay okay so um we'll see you guys next week um for the second half of this
0: yeah we're stopping um they just saw ben quadraneros that
1: one's my favorite that one Oh, <laughs> I played him in the.
0: Is that B- Bull's Ruer? Is
1: Uh that I think I think Bull's Ruhr is the one who goes rrr. Okay, okay, they just inter-
0: okay, they're just cheering for Sabulba. Yeah. So we'll we'll go one, two, three.
1: Stop. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to find more stuff about Star Wars from me and Jamie, you can check out our website at imperialhearts.com or tweet at us at imperial underscore hearts. The music used in this podcast were clips from the song Breakfast at Tiffany's by Broke for Free. Thank you for listening to the Imperial Hearts podcast.